Welcome to the Judge John Hodgman Podcast. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. This week, do you want to hoard some snow globes? Sean brings the case against his husband, Jamie. They recently bought a home, and they differ on issues of decor. Jamie wants to have a themed room dedicated entirely to one of his favorite movies, Frozen. Sean says an entire Frozen room would be too much. Who's right? Who's wrong? Only one man can decide. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman enters the court. Passengers, eternal order flows from the sacred engine. We must occupy our preordained position. I belong to the front. You belong to the tail. Know your place. Keep your place. Shut your pie hole when so ordered. Jesse Thorne, swear them in. Please rise and raise your right hands. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God or whatever? I do. We do. You swear to abide by Judge John Hodgman's ruling, despite the fact that an entire wing of his manse is themed out in honor of the film The Great Mouse Detective? (laughs) I do. I do. Very well. Judge Hodgman? How did you know, Jesse? I've been there. You made me sleep there. You were you were going to be my you were going to be my rat Watson. <laughs> Sean and Jamie, for those of your names, you may be seated for an immediate summary judgment in one of yours favors. Can either of you name the piece of culture that I paraphrased as I entered the courtroom? I cannot. Who who, um, who, who speaks? Sean. That was Sean. That was All right, good. Yeah, the problem is we look alike too, so it doesn't really help in a not, podcast. Not but. in not in my head. I can't Good. see you, and you look very different from each other. But your uh, names, for some reason, come, I keep wanting to call you John and Shamey. And I, and I, <laughs> we I, get and that I a lot. Might. Yeah. So that was ja- that was Shamey talking. That was Shamey. This, right. <laughs> this is this Sh- is Jamie Sh- talking, and um, it sounds like the uh, Tilda Swinton role in the. Um, What's the the recent the uh, who's that the with the hot guy with Chris Evans, the recent movie, Snowpiercer. Oh, I was really hoping you weren't going to be able to name it. Oh, is that is it? Is that Jamie? Yes. All right, you win. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> John, can I suggest that we just do the case sort of on a pro forma basis? Sure. Well, no, we'll have to go through the. But Jamie automatically wins. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we could do an as if, like as if. Yeah, well, like an alternate universe. Yeah, yeah. There is, there is, uh, you know, based on the many universes theory, a universe in which every possible outcome has happened or will happen, and uh, we'll just teleport over to the universe where uh, Jamie, you did not know how to have a good time. <laughs> Or I should say, we should teleport over to the universe where Jamie knew how to be a contestant on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Uh, it is from Snowpiercer. So sad that you couldn't get that, Jamie. <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to get Tilda Swinton and then Chris Evans and then not get the name. I should have jumped in sooner. Oh, sorry. But then you got the name Snowpiercer. And, and because today's case involves the movie Frozen, I decided to use a quote from Snowpiercer, which is frozen for 40-year-old male children. <laughs> it's, about a tra- it's about a train in a frozen world where they at one point very presciently decided to build bridges across the oceans so the train could go around the world all the time. Can I just go ahead and say I don't want a Snowpiercer room regardless of the outcome? 
No, it's not. Yeah, we're both. Sean, you want a frozen room, but I had not considered ordering you to have a Snowpiercer room, and now I'm thinking about it seriously. Honestly, <laughs> if I could suggest, be careful what you say you don't want, because you might end up with a Dune room. Do <laughs> David Lynch's Dune? Of course, that would be a beautiful, beautiful room. Just to clarify, though, it's Jamie that wants the frozen room and Sean right. doesn't want the All frozen right. room. And you are Sean talking right now. And it's me no, that wants the Jodorowsky's <laughs> Dune room. Yeah, no, I I, <laughs> I, I, under, I understand. You you live in East L.A. and have a beard. Of course you want the Jodorowsky's <laughs> Dune room. Oh, this judge is humbled because his obscure cultural reference was not obscure enough or off topic enough. But I still run this courtroom. So... Jamie, yes. you want the frozen room? I do want the frozen room. Sean, you do not. Sean, you are bringing this case to court. You you seek justice from me. You seek an order from me to not allow Jamie to have a thing that he wants. Tell me all about it, Sean. So we recently purchased a house uh, in October. Um, it is not a manse, so no, uh, <laughs> no great, ma- no mouse trap wing will be in this 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 house. It, there original are only so novel many was rooms. Basil of Baker Street. Basil of <laughs> Baker Street was the original novel. They changed the name to make the movie unsuccessful. Go on. So uh, I, I think it started as a joke. Um, Jamie, we were looking at this house that eventually we we did wind up um, accepting. We did wind up putting an offer on, um, and Jamie said, "Oh, but." wow, what if we had a frozen room? And I could see that look on his face and I could see the wheels turning. And as What do like you mean that look other... on his face? Is, is, he always, is he always kitting out rooms to movies? Like, <laughs> is this, a, is this, a, is this a, a hobby? Is this a habit? <laughs> no, it's more, it's more of a pattern with him where he gets an idea and then I can see the wheels turning and I, and I see into the future and realize, oh, there's nothing I can do to prevent this, uh, which is exactly the position I found myself in. Um, because and you um, had only one this, hope, which was to appeal to me. <laughs> well, to, ro- uh, to rob your to rob your partner of joy. Are you married? Y- we are married. All yes. right. To rob your spouse of joy. How long have you been married, Jamie? Uh, about a year and a half. About a year and a half. And where is this house that you have bought? Uh, it's in Hyattsville, Maryland, right outside DC. Hyattsville, Maryland. Well, that's the frozen capital of the world. And exactly. uh, and uh, and uh, 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 which room? Just so for for those who don't know, Frozen is an extremely popular uh, uh, animated, three uh, D animated uh, adventure film, in which princesses kick princes in the teeth and sing mm-hmm. songs that are great. And we'll get to those in a moment. Uh, and the world goes frozen, and Josh Gad uh, plays a, 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 a what's what do you call it a snowman's Olaf. Yes. Oh, sorry. I, I apologize. Uh. I, apologize. I, th- I forgot that I'm talking to the, the king of Frozen fandom. <laughs> you know what? How would you describe it since you love Frozen so much? If you had to give a synopsis for your podcast listeners, Mr. Snowpiercer, how would you describe it? <laughs> uh, I would say that it's a very empowering film uh, made by Disney. And uh, it's one of the first films that features uh, two female stars and or two female characters uh who empower one another and uh yeah it's it's i think it's a great story about uh redemption and uh and again the music like you said the music is phenomenal and one of the i think certainly one of the uh, greatest scores out of a disney film i've seen or heard and uh second to the great yeah. Miss detective 
Second only to the Grey Mouse Detective, which I saw in theaters. Uh, but uh, Frozen, I think uh, it's it's very popular. It's the the most uh, the the biggest uh, selling, most successful animated film of all time. Uh, so is I that think that, so? that says something. Is yes, that it is. So I did not realize that. Okay, mm-hmm. I was <laughs> I was I was pr- pretty sure it was heavy metal, but okay, <laughs> close. <laughs> Well, you have done my job for me because uh, by mentioning the the great score and, of course, the now iconic song from that film, Let It Go, and uh, because uh, we're neighbors and I love them, I decided to invite two expert witnesses to help decide your fate, Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez, who wrote the song Let It Go and all the songs in that movie, are on the line with us now. What a surprise. Hello, you guys. (laughs) Hi, guys. Hi. Jamie wins. Uh, I knew it was going to happen just like that. (laughs) No matter what. Oh, man. Now, you guys are known to each other. I didn't realize when I suggested you guys as expert witnesses, but you know at least one of the one of the litigants. We know Jamie. We go way back with Jamie. Oh, okay. And so he may have been straight when when we knew him. (laughs) Entirely possible. (laughs) Fantastic. And then and then and then you know him from the musical theater community. That's right, Right. yes. Right. And so then he got into musical theater and discovered his true self. Uh, He was empowered. (laughs) He let it go. He let it go. (laughs) Just just like us. Well, normally the expert witnesses are are not advocates for either side, but but given given the unlikelihood that I'm going to find in Jamie's favor today, (laughs) after after he snow-pierced me... I will allow you to advocate on his behalf. Uh, and so, sorry, Sean, it's you and me against the world. That's our, <laughs> that's our animated film. Jamie, explain to me precisely what it is you propose for this frozen salon in your home. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a 1920s Sears house. It's, uh, it has a lot of small rooms throughout. Uh, and there's what a small a Se- room. What is a Sears house? Uh, you used to be able to order a house from Sears catalog back oh. in the, the, 18, the 1920s. Just like primarily. Nelson Van Alden did on Boardwalk Empire. Precisely. He was building yes, that actually. house. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that was it. also a Sears house. Got it. Got it. Uh, so so we buy have this house uh, by, from a catalog. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did not buy it from a catalog right. because we weren't around then. Right. Uh, but we have this this house with a lot of small rooms, and there's one room at the top of the house uh, that's at the front, and it's uh, it's it's a very sweet room. It used to be the sewing room on the old uh, the old floor plan for the house from Sears, um, and uh, we had talked about it. And at first, it started as as a bit of a, a joke. Because we were like, oh, what are we going to do with all these rooms? And I was like, oh, we can have a frozen room. Okay. And okay. Uh-huh. Uh, that's how it started. And, and but what, then, goes in, what goes in a frozen room? In a frozen room goes things that are tasteful that remind us of the things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, things that are tasteful. Mm-hmm. Things but, that are tasteful right. that remind us of uh, a movie that I certainly love and Sean also loves. You know what? And you're being very coy with me here, Jamie. You're not describing – you're not telling me the things that are going in this room, which is so my only question. Are, the things that are already – Do I have permission to treat you as a hostile witness? Yes. <laughs> I grant myself permission. Uh, so the things that are already in this room. I don't need anyone are... else's permission. I'm just going to let it go. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to build my own castle up here on this mountain and look down on all of you now. The last person who needed empowerment was Judge John Hodgman. <laughs> 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 Where did that? Who did that? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, that was Bobby. That was out of order. Bobby, I, I ban music in my kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck feeding your family now, songwriter. Uh, where, where are the where are the movies that empower straight white men? <laughs> Why am I not represented in? Oh, I am in everything. Excuse me, I apologize. Now, what kind of tchotchkes are we talking about? Okay, in the the things that are in the room currently, I have this actually lovely. Oh, so this is a fa- this is a fa- this is a froze accompli. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes, it's right now. It's a library, and it has all our books in it, and it has some things from our wedding in it, uh, and little tchotchke that we have around. But also, it has a a little Elsa and Anna statue that I got from Disney Movie Rewards that I was very excited about. Uh, what else? There's there are some decals. Hey, hold on, oh, yeah. Hold on. Start the train, Snowpiercer. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is, so you belong to a loyalty program? Of some kind, uh, through Disney movies, yeah, absolutely. Tell me what. Tell me all about it. Uh, it's you remember old Columbia House Records where yeah. you would yeah, yeah. Uh, get like thirty four records. Tape a penny to the postcard and get Precisely. just Destroyer and the Monkeys. Yep, I I yep. did it. So they do one for Disney movies too, and uh, I I am a Disney movie collector, so mm-hmm. I like Disney films. Oh. And uh, when I buy a certain amount, I get credit with the Disney Movie Rewards program. It, this it, is now a commercial for them. You're must, welcome. I know this is a lot of buzz marketing all all around here, <laughs> but it helps Bobby and Kristen pay their mortgage, so I like it. <laughs> Plus, it helps him get a free six inch sub. <laughs> <laughs> It must be very exciting to be a Disney movie collector because that way you get to buy the movies five times every time they release them on a different format. Precisely. (laughs) We're opening the vaults to sell you the same thing again. (laughs) Only it looks slightly better now. Great Mouse Detective Double Platinum Gold Edition. (laughs) But it has deleted scenes. Exactly. I don't. I don't think they left anything on the table when it came to the Great Mouse Detective. <laughs> <laughs> so right now you have a wonderful mixed-use library full of mementos of all different aspects of your life, books that you presumably were culled from your personal collections uh, and your personal libraries that are now melded together in your life together. Uh, photographs of of the wedding honoring your union uh, to live actual non-fictional human beings and uh, and and it's a it's a general purpose shrine uh to to all of your of your shared interests and Jamie you want to turn it into a personal theme park for your obsession uh, sorry ex- i need to sorry i need to interject here because there i need to <laughs> redirect i need to correct the record on some of these things uh the, who's speaking makes, now this is Sean Sean the, the mixed use uh, that you're talking about has actually only come into play since uh, I originally submitted this case. It is a development. When I originally submitted this, there was nothing in that in that room. And he's only recently put in all of these other things to mask his true intentions. <laughs> so you, this was so sort yes, of false flag operation? Yeah, this went, this absolutely, went, this absolutely. went from frozen to gone girl pretty quick. <laughs> this is all part of his weird scheme. That's right. I'm being I'm being slowly gaslit by 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 this by this frozen. So obsession. you're saying all these books and mementos and photos from your wedding are all camouflage? 
<laughs> it could have been planned the whole time. I don't know. I wouldn't put it past him. Uh-huh. Uh, mm. Not true. So when we first saw the room. I don't want to hear I, any more of this story. I understand you saw the room. You had different <laughs> visions for it. We're not talking about the past anymore. We're talking about the future. And one of the things I like about this case, actually, Sean, one of the things I like about this case is that Jamie has already started. He didn't wait for a ruling. He already started building his his uh, his obsession palace. And this makes it even like this Possession makes it even is, is two thirds of the law. Right? right. There's an eminent domain issue. You're right. <laughs> Thank you very much, Bobby. Squatters and all, rights. And, yeah, there's squatters <laughs> rights. And the and the best part about this is like it's very rare. Like there there are times when I get to make a judgment that will crush someone's dreams, or 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 or, or forestall someone enacting their dream. It's very rare that I actually get to have the opportunity to possibly make a judgment to tear something down. <laughs> but my question is it seems like you don't have enough stuff jamie I, do, you have sound Olaf, like do you have the olaf doll that you pull his head off and he says uh why are you all touching my butt or what uh do you have the dolls that that they they touch uh they touch hands and only then can they sing in counterpoint and their abdomens light up well, no do you where do you get these um Oh, any Toys R Us or or large department store. Um, the Disney store is good for these too. We have um, we have many. We'd be willing to. Yeah, send it sounds you. like you're trying to offload a lot of junk you got for free. <laughs> <laughs> well, Somebody just got a par- care package from the 99 cents only store. <laughs> just trying to find some long term storage. <laughs> well, I just have a feeling because you guys wrote "Let It Go," like a package shows up every week from Disney. Like, here's some more toys. <laughs> Not every week, we can, but we did. We did get a large, a large supply from the ice show merchant. The ice show merchandise is quite fine. Merch- have you been to the ice show, Jamie? No, but like four hundred people have told me I need to go. You have to go. Where is the? This is frozen on ice. This is frozen on ice, <laughs> um, is- which I know is a is sort of. Redundant. Uh, <laughs> I, I know. It was originally going to be called Frozen Frozen. <laughs> frozen Frozen. <laughs> frozen Squared. Um, it is a traveling ice show. Uh, and I think it was just in your area, Jamie, I believe. Uh, but it, John, it was yeah. not even half a mile from your house uh, in December. I, huh. I went twice. Where, where was it? Not at the Barclays Center. Oh, the Barclays Center. I've never set foot in the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Really? Oh, it's nice. Yeah. No, uh, I and I and I won't I won't set foot in in it until we have our live Judge Sean Hodgman show there. There we go. Then uh, I will go to the Barclay right. Center. We'll write you the theme song. I, you know, I I I never hesitated on taking this case, but it really we are we are I am really allowing you guys to do a lot of advertising for a big company. <laughs> 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 I didn't realize exactly what was going on. But I won't – if Disney wants to buy Judge John Hodgman, that's fine. Yeah, it's available. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we, yeah. As the owner of MaximumFun.org, I can confirm. Right, you can, right exa- exactly so. It's like, you know, I, uh, we have some very – listen, Disney, we have some very serious interest from Malort Liqueur of Chicago. <laughs> Malort disgusting liqueur of Chicago. Some very, we're, we're getting we're getting a lot of you know, Utz Utz brand snacks is sniffing around. This is your chance. They want to retitle it the Judge with the Great Mustache. That's fine. I'll do it. You know, you've got Marvel, you've got the Muppets, you've got Star Wars. 
It's not. It's time for your your next big cultural touchstone property. Maximumfun.org. Judge Sean Hodgman on ice <laughs> at the Barclay Center. It'll work. It's going to work. Then you can make your. Then you can make your the, the room at the top of the stairs a Maximum Fun shrine. So, all right, I've given you a lot of t- – I've been talking for a while, and Jamie, I hope I've given you some time to think and ruminate over the question that I asked at the beginning of this podcast that you refused to answer. What is this thing going to look like if you have your way? If I have my way, it will remain very similar to what it is uh, with a few more touches of Frozen in there. Um, there are some things that my brother sent Stop me. Stop my- being coy! Oh, Lord. specificity is the soul yes. of, of obsessive weird rooms. <laughs> what are you going to put in the room? What do you have put... your eye on? I know you have been looking at things and catalogs and on the web. I know you have been coming home late from work, stopping off at the Disney store for a while planning this out in your head. I want to live and see and be in this room. Okay, so there's a few more Disney things that I want, a few more Frozen things that I want in there. Uh, I would like some themed lighting, maybe some nice blue lighting in there. What are the Frozen... Jamie? Yes? (laughs) Yes? Sean? Decals. I want decals on the walls. Now we're getting somewhere. Decals. Now we're getting to the heart of the matter. (laughs) That's all that's all you needed to say. Well, no, you need to say more. I would but like do, to paint more things blue okay, in there. Okay, I would you like want to, to have things be have I would like light. Uh, I would like it to be light and airy and fun and be something that is a tribute to our own childhoods because we actually that's the reason we got married. We got married because or one of the reasons we got married, but we wanted to pay tribute to our our own childhood because growing up we never thought we'd live in a place where we would be able to be married legally. Uh, so our childhood is is a really big part of our lives and and honoring the kids inside us uh are is a big part of it. Sure. But Frozen was not part of your childhood. <laughs> Unless on, it was wait part a of everyone's childhood. Wait a minute. We're all else that are, Anna, John. Are you are you guys are you guys twelve? No, no. See, this is this is were what you, I was so worried were you about. Married? In this. Is it is, 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 is same sex eleven year old marriage now legal in <laughs> well, Maryland? This is the slippery slope oh, wow. they were worried about. What? Well, so there's Who's there's spe- another piece of this too that like uh, that I I want to mention is that I have a background in animation as well and I do voices for cartoons. Which I've ones? Been, uh, I've been a uh, voice actor for Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh for the past like 15 years. What? So, so big part of it. Stop. Yeah. Rewind. <laughs> what voices do you do on Pokemon? Uh, Pokemon, I've been Barry and Trip for the past couple of years, Ash's uh, primary rivals. Uh, and give I also some. play Grumpig, who is a uh, Pokemon. Good. Well, give me a little Grumpig. Uh, grump, Grump, Grumpig. Yeah. <laughs> That's Grumpig for sure. You're welcome. I choose you. Grumpig, I choose you. Exactly. To stop talking for a second. Sean. No, you know, I can't even go to you, Sean, because what I want to say now to Sean is why why is this so bad? But I don't I still don't like you keep telling me the why, Jamie. And the why is meaningless to me until I know the what. So can I? So right now, this is what this is what I understand so far. You want to repaint in frozen themed 
colors, icy blue and icy white, right? You want to keep right. you want to keep your Elsa and what's the other one? Anna. Anna. Sorry, you want to keep your Elsa? Isn't that sad? That's Everyone the whole, that's the whole, Anna. That's the whole story. Yeah. This whole story of the movie, right? Yeah. You want to keep your Elsa and your Anna dolls, and you want to put some track lighting in there or something to open it up, and some decals on the walls. Anything else? Uh, perhaps not track lighting so much. Just like uh, I know like that was Christmas my jo- that was my deal. joke. Okay, well, track lighting. I is know nice that too. you have taste. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He just said he's going to do it with Christmas lighting. Are you going to get some rope lighting up in there? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the LEDs, you can get these tapes of tiny LED lights yeah. that have their own remote that change color. Yeah, exactly. You can set it's blue and all that. And you yeah. can buy them on the internet. So something classy. <laughs> Any Anything. All right. So, so Sean. Is what now that we've already established that Jamie is a liar and a schemer? <laughs> do you do you believe that what he describes is what will happen in that room if I rule in his favor? Not even remotely. Tell me. What? So the the <laughs> the history of the frozen room. See, it, it's also I agree with you. It's hard to nail down. It, he has said at times shifting. that he wants He's it shifting. to be. Yes, he wants it to be classy, but there is actually no evidence of that of that existing point. In fact, we went to a a big chain market store, which I will not I will not name here. And there was a whole frozen display. Just do it. Uh, It was Bed Bath and Beyond. And there was a whole uh, aisle essentially dedicated to frozen. And I'm sitting there staring at it, realizing (laughs) that we already own about 40 to 50 percent of that merchandise. And it's already in our home. In fact, Bobby and Kristen, there's no need for you to send us any frozen merchandise because people have already done that. Uh, this situation has has blown out of control to the to the to the point that people are now sending mailing us to our home um, frozen merchandise. One thing, one thing. This podcast will totally take care of that. <laughs> well, the question is, do you guys already have a frozen branded Roomba? No, they they make those. Uh, Probably at Bed Bath and Beyond's frozen section. Just get a just get a Roomba and put a decal on it, and you got it. <laughs> so since I don't since know why frozen- Jesse finds Bed Bath and Beyond hilarious. But- well, just it's as a specific. I th- I assume they would suggest a place that sold children's goods, such no. as a toy store or a department store with t- a toys area. You didn't. You didn't. You you didn't see BB and B coming. I did not see Bed Bath and Beyond coming. The the oh. prospect of. Uh, uh, frozen cleaning products and yeah. um, as, as seen on TV devices. Tell you uh, joke, but this is my frozen hell that I'm living in. <laughs> <laughs> you think you now that's going to happen? That's the thing. As Tell soon me, as you suggest what, something, it, it it's like it incepts into Sean, the world, and Sean, it's a thing. Then Sean, first of all, thank you for a specific example of what you're talking about. Talking about going to see this aisle. And seeing this merchandise, and you came to the conclusion that you already owned 40% of that merchandise. So I'm getting two very different stories because all I've heard about <laughs> is an Anna and Elsa uh, uh, duo doll and the possibility of some decals. What no, merchandise? The decals were real. The decals were given to us by, by Jamie's brother, my brother in law, for Christmas, and they're gigantic. They're, and they're wall, they're wall stickums, basically? Yes. Yep. No, the, wall stickums doesn't do them justice, they're almost life size. Of the characters? Yes. Uh-huh. Anna and Elsa and any of the others? 
All, All of, of them. them. I'm familiar with this. Familiar <laughs> you know this one, Chris? Yeah, they're fat, the Fatheads. They're called. What do you? I don't know what. It's the name of the company. They make they make wall decals. Oh boy, I'm glad another company got in there. <laughs> <laughs> Judge Hodgman, you're not familiar with these types of wall decals. You didn't grow up uh, with a childhood bedroom that had the 1992 USA Basketball Dream Team on it. <laughs> no, I I didn't. Thanks to Upper Deck Wall Stars. No, no, no. I just framed I just framed covers of the New Yorker and put them up. <laughs> <laughs> I only wish I were joking. I had a I had a purple rose of Cairo poster in my room. Just to give you some perspective, we actually I got have it. A I got New it at York the purple rose of characters on it. Already. I got it at the purple rose of Cairo Isle at Bed Bath and Beyond. But to show my age, it was just called Bed and Bath. Then, do you guys remember that? Boy, oh boy, am I old. Uh, okay, these decals. What other? Tell me, tell me about some of the merchandise you already own, Sean. Uh, well, first of all, I don't own this. This well, was purchased by my husband. That's oh, correct. guess what, buddy? This is what marriage uh, is all about. You own it too. <laughs> uh, you so own it too, the, and and I I hope I hope that you guys stay together forever. But you know, if you were to ever split, you guys would be fighting over those decals so hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, per- perhaps most offensively to me, there are nice. there are two uh, frozen night lights that um, always frighten me when I see them in the dark because I kind of forget about them. Uh, there's one right outside of our bedroom when you walk towards the kitchen, and there's one upstairs, and they both uh, project Anna and Elsa into the night air on in our house in the middle of the night when I wake up. You mean up they to project you. an image up onto the, yes, onto the onto ceiling the or the and wall And none or of the things that I have mentioned thus far are contained within the frozen room. It behooves me to point out. So there is no, I have no evidence that the frozen room will stay in the frozen room. Currently it's, it, they're all over the place. Yeah, but let me ask you this question. If, if I ordered Jamie to make his frozen paradise and all all of the frozen stuff had to go into that room. And this was enforceable somehow through spot <laughs> checks <laughs> by me through my various – when I'm riding the circuit through Maryland. Would that not be a comfort to you, Sean? Would that be acceptable? Would that be better than it currently is? Better than it currently is, yes. Right. Uh, yes. I would say that's better than it currently is, but uh, you know, better than hell is. I don't know what that is. Why do you find this stuff uh, distasteful, Sean? Let me. Well, that's. I'm glad you asked that. I'm I'm a I'm a fan of the movie. I've seen it multiple times. Um, We saw it together. We 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 watch it. I mean, I wouldn't say all the time, but I'm a fan of the film. Right. Mm -hmm. I I just I feel like because we spend we we spent money on this house, we're adults. uh, That that we should. I don't know, but. Live our lives with some modicum of taste. I don't think that's so much to ask. You, fi- you here? Who's, who's I that? find the frozen room merchandise to be distasteful. It's tacky. It's not to your taste. It's Correct. Tack- you consider it to be tacky and juvenile, and it, and it, and it, I, it alternately cringes, uh, causes you to cringe or or freak out Correct. when you when you are surprised by a light. Correct. All right. <laughs> Can I, can I add here? Who is this? That is that Jamie? This is, this is Jamie, yes. What do you, um, what do you what Can I, I just add that we, we already have, like, we have a portrait of Big Bird in our living room. Uh, we have, <laughs> not helpful. We have Jamie, Bird and Ernie in our living room. <laughs> Who did the illustrations? 
Uh, Carol Spinney, who actually is the voice of... Yeah, I know who Carol Spinney is, sir. Okay. (laughs) I knew you would. Carol Spinney, who performs Big Bird and Oscar. Yeah, not just the voice. He's the uh, puppeteer as well. Yeah, he's in in the suit. Carol Spinney drew a Big Bird? Yep, for me. For you? Yep. Yeah, Jamie, let me explain the difference to you between art and garbage. (gasps) Carol Spinney, legendary, unparalleled puppet performer, one of of the greatest puppeteers in, in, in the modern history of the art form, took his hand, the one that goes in the beak. And with his beak hand... Drew a portrait of the iconic character that he portrays, and he did it for you? That is an incredible keepsake, a work of art that is irreplaceable. It is, in you know, and have you ever read Walter Benjamin's Age in the Art of, I mean, Art in the Age of Mechanical Reproduction? I have not. You better get that in your library quick. <laughs> that is the authentic. That is a thing that does not exist anywhere else in the world except in your living room. Even if he did it for a bunch of weird Muppet freaks. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hanging in their living's room. None of them are the same as that one. Okay? That is art. What you want to transform and I say this without judgment what no. you want to transform that room into is a dumpster full of garbage <laughs> <laughs> or if I could put it more kindly mass mass produced trinkets and souvenirs desi- designed to uh, to to uh, steal money from you based on your interest in a thing now, these things may give you joy, to be sure, right? Uh, and I and I would never deny you your right to joy, and and yet you have to using your hand drawn portrait of Big Bird as counter evidence to Sean's good taste makes me wonder. If you know anything about taste at all, <laughs> because you're buying merch, right? When you when you when you go to and see a thing that you like, and you buy a T-shirt, or a doll, or a figurine, or, a, or even a you know, or a coaster or whatever, when you buy merch, you're voting with your dollars to say I like this thing and I'm and I want to be a part of it, right? That that is a form of consumerism. Right, mm-hmm. and yeah. consumerism uh, uh, can uh, uh, is not an art form. Consumerism is consumerism. Now, these things that these souvenirs they remind you that you are part of the tribe that loves Frozen enough to have a light up abdomen Anna and Elsa touching and singing in their house. <laughs> right? That's a that's a sig- that's a signifier that's that's a signifier that you belong to that tribe and it's a potent signifier because you know 
that there are many, many, many other people in your tribe who have the exact same piece of mechanically reproduced garbage that they paid for to have in their home. But no one has that same thing, that same portrait of Big Bird in their home but you. So that's that's a crucial difference that I encourage you to explore and think about. You have me teary-eyed. That really – if you can't tell, I'm really offended. <laughs> Not really. I, I really want that thing. I want Carol Spinney. How did you get – how did you get a Carol Spinney original? <laughs> At the, the New York Comic Con. Oh, so – and was he in the artist's alley? He was in the artist's alley. Which briefly, one? What year? Oh, God. This is probably like five or six years ago. Five or six years ago. Oh, boy, oh, boy. You know, Carol Spinney was a guest on uh, Bullseye, my public radio show, yeah. six or eight months ago. And he did not draw anything for me. Hey, yeah, uh-huh. no. He did? Oh. Oh, Julia is, Julia is checking in right now in my headphones, <laughs> and she says that he drew a picture of uh, Big Bird in our guest book. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. I did get to take a picture with Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> so, cl- clear, look, look, clearly Carol Spinney... Is just hashing, the, hashing these things out for money. <laughs> Clearly, there are a lot of them out there then. But only only that one is yours. Uh, I'm, je- I'm jealous of you. <laughs> and he's not a young man either, you guys. That, the value no. of that thing's going to go up. I'm telling you right now. That's a terrible thing for me to say. Carol Spinney, I, 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 lo- I love you. I love you, Carol Spinney, and I, and I thank you for all the good work you continue to do, and, and I look forward to your good health and long life for many, many years to come. It's just like you can't, you can't trash the cops or Carol Spinney without giving some explanation. <laughs> Judge Hodgman, yes, may thank I ask you, a Kristen, question? Please. Um, I'm, I'm curious about – or to get your insight – on the idea that perhaps Jamie working in the medium of frozen merch, using the medium of these beloved objects, this was going through my mind too. Um, could actually create a wonderful installation or work of art that is one of a kind that represents. Jamie's expression of his love of this story about owning your own true self and lifting each other up. Um, and that perhaps his knowing Jamie as we do yeah. his um, creativity and sensitivity and the fact that he pours his emotion into absolutely every choice he makes in his life would actually create a magical place that anyone who enters would would be enchanted and changed by and it would be one of a kind in this in this house yeah artists make art out of anything if, if i may counselors i appreciate <laughs> i appreciate your impassioned plea and truly if jamie had described a vision to me of what he was going to do in this room other than put up some rope lights and some stickers. <laughs> Removable stickers. He can't even commit to the stickers. Yeah. <laughs> might, might I say that I, I think that that actually sounds like a great idea, uh, what Bobby and Kristen put out there. You mean you didn't have it already? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they just repeated what I was thinking in that moment. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe just spinning off of this whole Carol Spinney thing, no pun intended, maybe – 
a few songwriters we know might want to go over there and make their own art or whatever <laughs> about Frozen in this sewing room using garbage from the Bed Bath & Beyond <laughs> or whatever it is they want to use. <laughs> Jesse, we should tell you, in our house, we have a tiny little room called the Imagination Room, uh, and it has a rainbow floor and a chalkboard wall and all of the all of the princess costumes and lion costumes and doctor costumes and um, these are all children's size of course I, 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 I really, I really <laughs> the things really took a left hand turn there what? In, in thank my, you very in my much perfect you world, if, I, if I could communicate with you telepathically Kristen I would I would I would I would have interrupted you in there yelling but you have children and then and then you would have said oh the children aren't allowed in there <laughs> I wish you all could see the look on his face when you were saying that. That this is another fait accompli. I'm, th- I'm seeing. I'm seeing a second podcast in the works. I have to say that I I watched the movie Frozen and really enjoyed it, particularly the beautiful music. Uh, in my house, I have a book called Step Into Reading: Disney Frozen: The Christmas Party, mm-hmm. which was selected by a younger member of my family oh. from his book order form. Oh, and it's literally the worst book I've ever read. Oh. <laughs> it is so horrible. It doesn't even have a story. It's insane. Do they have a Christmas party? But is it getting your younger member of your family reading? No. No. All right. No, it no. gets them interested in watching the movie Frozen. <laughs> uh, I, Does it get him interested in going to the Broadway show that will exist in three to five years? Yes. Why, why would you? Why would you even mention that? Do you have any? <laughs> Any particular interest in that being a success? <laughs> no, it's just because of the big company and all. <laughs> we just we just want to help the big company. Me too. Um, <laughs> me too, big company. Don't hate me. Don't destroy me. <laughs> Sean, what do you think for Judge John Hodgman? Like one point five million? I I wouldn't put a I wouldn't put a price. You're asking us. I wouldn't no, put I'm a, asking John. Yeah, John, no, no, we're, John. Yeah. John and what I is, are partners in this endeavor. Yeah, Bobby and Kristen. After you get off the phone, call Disney. <laughs> <laughs> let them know you're interested. Let them know. 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 Judge John Hodgman is for sale. <laughs> Sean, there's I, my I, lord, and that's potato chips. <laughs> it's not just potato chips, Kristen. It's uh, it's cheese balls. It's uh, it's it's pork rinds. I think they do a pork rind. Maybe they don't. No, the Utz barbecue uh, corn chips were like my favorite one year. And let me tell you something. They do an Old Bay seasoning chip called the crab chip, which is incredible. Mm. They do they they don't they they do salt and pepper chips, Ooh. which are amazing. Uh, they do Grandma Utz, which is kind of hard to find, but when you get it, uh, you should give it a try because it's one of the very few remaining potato chips uh, uh, imprints that uh, the chips are fried in lard, which is an interesting experience. Oh. Uh, and uh, and then let me tell you guys, I've said before and I'll say it again until Utz sponsors me. Uh, I like the Utz Specials pretzels. Those are good. Mm. But you get the Specials Extra Dark. Oh, boy. They leave them in the oven just a little bit longer. 
apropos of nothing, we were walking to I'm the not ch- done talking about us. <laughs> to, no, this is, this is oh. you know, similar. Oh, yeah. We were walking to the 2-3 train the other day, and oh, there was a bag a labeled pork clouds. Ooh. And I ah. thought... Oh, my God. I think they were chicharrones. What are sure. pork clouds? Have you ever had a pork cloud? Yeah, that, but that's – I think that has to be a proprietary thing because I think that's describing a chicharrone, like a, a a puffed pork skin. I actually have a pork cloud room in my house. That's <laughs> where I go to imagine the possibilities of the world. Uh, I think I've heard everything that I can possibly get out of Jamie regarding his cl- his pork cloudy vision. <laughs> Uh, that it, <laughs> I, now that now that Kristen mentions the idea of making it beautiful and nice, that, I think that's a good idea. Uh, I can't believe he didn't think of that. Sean, how, I'm going to just ask Sean some very simple questions because we, uh, I think I have everything I need. But Sean, how many rooms does your house have? Eleven. Uh, don't say it's not eleven. It's five. I would say five. Four bedrooms. Four bedrooms. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 how wait. can one of you think eleven and the other five? He said rooms, not bedrooms. Why, why don't you want us to know that your house has 11 rooms? It's not a mansion. <laughs> I'm not suggesting it's a mansion. I'm just, I just want to know what reality is. If we know that it's not a mansion because it was, it was built by, from a, from by a catalog kit by, by, by Nelson Van Alden in the 20s. It has the standard number of rooms plus four bedrooms. How's that? Does that give you a perspective? Right. And and it's the two of you living there, right? Correct. Yes. No yeah. kids, which is important to point out. Yet. Okay. But that may be in your future. Yes. All right. I think the, the yet should hold a little weight. It depends on what kind of costumes they Do you have a basement? Yes. yes. Sean, you love Frozen. Do you have do you have a, a favorite movie that is not Frozen, or a favorite TV show, or a thing that you love as much as Jamie loves Frozen? I see where you're going. I do not. You don't see where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> Just answer the question. No, I not, not that I could think of. Um, Jamie, is Sean telling the truth, or is there something he really loves? There well, is something he really loves. What is it? He, he loves Peter Pan. Uh-huh. And I'm bringing it into it. Uh-huh. So our bedroom. No. Are you are you revealing that he loves Peter Pan, or are you telling him that he loves Peter Pan? As oh no 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 no! He loves Peter Pan. All right. We have a bedroom that is already slightly Peter Pan themed. How 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 so? Allison uh, Williams is in there. There is a painting that I found at a yard sale that uh, was actually painted by Ivan Earl, who did all the background paintings for Disney's Peter Pan and Sleeping Beauty. Uh, it's a great print. Sean, we, we put it up on the wall is in it that an, room. Is it original? Is it original it's painting not, or it's a print? print. All right, I, it's a print. It's still, a number right. signed print. All right. You're giving me this. Sean, be quiet. Go ahead, Jamie. Uh, there is also, we just picked up, uh, we have an alarm clock, like an old fashioned alarm clock that looks like the alarm clock that the, the crocodile swallowed, uh, in Peter Pan. We also have a little pirate ship that we're w- waiting to build for the room. Subtle, very subtle touches. And I, we, we agree on all the touches that make it subtle, less subtle than the frozen room. I will admit, uh, but that room exists and it was Sean's idea. Sean contends that it was uh, some sort of um, uh, agreement that we came to beforehand, which we did. But he was he he doesn't like the painting very much, and he thought that that was 
uh, a way to put the painting not in the living room. That's what he says after the fact. Now that I've brought it up to you, he doesn't uh, like he doesn't like the uh, the the painting, the Peter Pan painting that you bought for him. Uh, no, correct. The, the, this is Sean. The painting that he's that he's referring, which he should not have brought into evidence in this courtroom, uh, it actually was purchased. He asked me if I he sent me a picture of it and asked me if I liked it. I said I hated it. Uh, it's in a cheesy gold frame. It's like it's one cascading LED waterfall away from being Pan Asian mall art. Uh, <laughs> and I I looked at it and I said I didn't like it. So of course it wound up hanging in 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 the living room of our previous apartment. So this was the compromise measure to get this painting, which I really do. Not not like um, out of the living room and away from the the eyes of, of casual visitors to our home so that I would not have to keep explaining over and over and over again and relitigating the case of this this terrible tacky painting that I don't like. I'll add that it costs twenty dollars and it's worth five thousand, just saying. Is that true that it's worth five thousand dollars? <laughs> to whom? Yes. Uh, <laughs> to people to, to people on eBay and collectors of Ivan Earl art. All right. I've heard everything I need to make my decision. I'm going I'm going to <laughs> I'm now going to go into my snowpiercer room and uh and uh, uh contemplate this and I'll be back in a moment uh, with my decision. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman exits the courtroom. Jamie, how are you feeling about your chances right now? Uh I feel like they're not great with the judge, but I think they're wonderful with uh the expert guest witnesses. You know that they don't get to decide, right? It's disappointing, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, how are you feeling? <laughs> well, I steamrolled uh, with, with the with the uh, addition of expert witnesses that were clearly not on my side. Uh, but I actually think I'm feeling good. I, I had my day in court. I got to say the things I, I needed to say. Uh, and so even if the frozen room happens, well, I had my I had my say, I suppose. But I'm feeling pretty good about it. We'll see what Judge John Hodgman has to say about all this when we come back in just a minute. Hello, I'm your Judge John Hodgman. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is brought to you every week by you, our members, of course. Thank you so much for your support of this podcast and all of your favorite podcasts at MaximumFun.org. And they are all your favorites. If you want to join the many member supporters of this podcast and this network, boy, oh boy, that would be fantastic. Just go to MaximumFun.org slash join. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Aura. A-U-R-A. It's a simple but meaningful gift that you can give your mom or your dad or your step-grandparent or your uncle or your friend or anyone that you want to keep connected in your life who might not live near you. It's a digital picture frame from Aura. It's perfect for sharing pics of all the things that those friends can't be there for, from family vacations to grandkids' graduation to whatever. I have one of these, and I got one for my dad, and I got one for my mother-in-law, and it's amazing. We look at the photos all day long, and we're able to easily update their Aura frames so they see all the latest pictures from our lives as well. It comes with unlimited storage, simple controls on the frame, you can upload as many photos as you want, and your mom or your dad or your stepdad or your stepmom or your friend or whatever can pick the perfect one. And it takes only about two minutes to set up. Seriously. See why it was named the number one digital frame by Wirecutter, uh, The Strategist, and Wired Magazine. Right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code Hodgman. That's A-U-R-A 
frames.com, promo code Hodgman. Terms and conditions apply. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Babbel. Okay, it's 2024, 2024. Oh, if hindsight were 2020, I, I don't know what I would have done differently. All I know is that I'm taking every day in this year and trying to get better a little bit every day. That's what you do. That's the way progress is made, step by step, day by day, bird by bird. And that's the way it is when you're learning anything, especially a new language with Babbel. And if Babbel can help you start speaking language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in the rest of this whole year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars to private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts, real human beings, to help you start speaking a new language in as little as one, two, three weeks. Studies from Michigan State University, Yale University, and others continue to prove that Babbel is better. And that's not just the Yale football team putting their thumb on the scale because they love learning Indonesian from Babbel. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Take that, Yale, I guess. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but this is only for our listeners at babbel.com slash Hodgman. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman re-enters the courtroom. For a time, I had a, a small column in the New York Times Magazine front of the book section. It was so small. It was, not, it was, it was an 85 word. It was a columnella, a columnette, <laughs> where I would resolve Judge John Hodgman disputes. That column no longer exists uh, through no hard feelings. The, there was a new editor of the magazine and they decided to cut that entire page. Uh, and I'm still friends with the magazine and, um, and they with me and, and maybe someday I'll write for them again. Hint, hint. But in that column, I was asked to resolve an issue. Uh, a guy had been collecting uh, plastic baseball hat Sunday cups from every major and he had them from every major ballpark and now is moving on to minor league ballparks. And his <laughs> wife was not into it. And he uh, and uh, and and she wanted them to be moved out to the garage. And I said from the cupboards in which they were in regular everyday routine use as Sunday cups for their children. And I said uh, that there, there is a, a, a thin line that divides a collector from a hoarder. And that line is in the shape of a display case. If you are collecting stuff uh, with, a, with consciously and with taste uh, and with an eye towards its provenance and with purpose – and you are displaying it, and that gives you pleasure, then that is a collection. If you are buying stuff indiscriminately, without without care of where it comes from, without care towards its craftspersonship, and you are throwing it an, anywhere in the house that it will fit, then uh, that's that's garbage. And this case really speaks, I think, to uh, this issue, because what is happening is that already Jamie is acquiring stuff that is not to the taste of his spouse and putting it all over the house and seems to want to uh, stop just acquiring stuff and start actively collecting uh, and displaying 
things that are meaningful to him in a contained environment. And uh, the question is whether he, whether Jamie has the taste and the discrimination to do so because he conflates Anna and Elsa nightlights with an original piece of art by, by Carol O'Connor. <laughs> Carol, O'Con- Carol O'Connor, that would be interesting. <laughs> Carol <Sorry. laughs> I, have, I would pay. I would pay a bunch of money for a a, a big bird that was drawn by Carol O'Connor. Or an Anna and Elsa. I'd like Anna and Elsa by Carol O'Connor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, and you know, th- my line of questioning could not have been more straightforward and clear. And and uh, 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 which which was Jamie? Like, what what is it going to look like? What is your vision? For this, because some of the stuff you were discussing, Kristen, really resonates with me. Because there is there is something uh, in, in this new world where we're all we're all consumers of culture, and yet we're also all kind of creators of culture. Um, where fandom has become a kind of art form, you know, people who create elaborate cosplay. Um, are not working within a world that they created, but they are incredible lovers of things and often uh, in- incredible uh, uh, seamstresses and seamsters, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh, and, and, and yet, and, and, w- and without wanting to um, single out a single monolithic cultural product company, uh, w- w- there are companies that put out a lot of junk in order to get money from people who love a thing real hard. And buying a piece of junk, uh, and, and, and by, by junk, I mean uh, a, a, a piece of poorly manufactured plastic uh, that was made by, made, you know, like it's not very empowering to, 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 or, or, or honoring of an empowering children's film to buy a piece of plastic that was made by a child in China, you know, <laughs> that's, that's wow. not empowering, <laughs> right? And 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 you're, you know, uh, it, it, there there are things there are things that are are, are of beauty made uh, around uh, a, a piece of culture that are worth uh, that are worth collecting in their own right. For example, I love The Dark Crystal, and I love The Art of the Dark Crystal by Brian Froud. That's an amazing book that I would buy or if someone wanted to send it to me <clears throat> but because I lost mine. <laughs> uh, potato chips, you listening? <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is, some, sometimes surrounding culture, beautiful artifacts are made. Uh, and, uh, and sometimes, you know, uh, uh, having worked in the book industry uh, – Books are commissioned uh, around a piece of culture that are great, and then books are commissioned around a piece of culture that are that are terrible, like the one that lives in your house. Like, oh boy, you, you know, there, there, there. Someone gets hired to write a few words, and you put these characters on a thing. Um, that does not mean that it is a good book, and nor does it mean that it's necessarily inspiring children to think creatively. I mean, I, if I could just interject, I'm pretty sure it wasn't written by a person, right? It's probably you know. The, <laughs> There, there are these things that are stamped out by machines, and you you bury them. It, it, I, I guess that you could you could use the Belloc argument from Raiders of the Lost Ark. You bury them under the earth for five thousand years; they become priceless. But uh, but if you you know if you are going to 
uh, build a collection of meaningful artifacts that express your love for a thing. And that thing is something as big and huge and admittedly beautiful and wonderful as Frozen, that there's a lot of – just a lot of merch that's been pumped out into the world. Uh, you, you, you need two things. You need to be you need to be discriminating. You need to think about what these objects mean to you and whether they are things of intrinsic beauty, uh, and and how they're going to fit into the collection and what will what will make the collection complete, um, uh, and how they'll and how they'll be displayed. And you need to display them in a display case, and contain them in a room. So what I'm saying is, I'm finding in Jamie's favor. <gasps> All wow. of, Jamie, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you mess up a room in your house. Oh my god! Even yes. though even though Sean didn't want to reveal it, you have eleven of them, <laughs> and, you ain't, and you're not gonna do any sewing up there. And maybe I maybe I will. Uh, maybe. Well, you know, well that's the thing. It's like you know, I I have intense uh, I have intense admiration. I, I tend to be a, I tend to be a little sniffy, right, about the fandom as art form crowd. Like I I love a thing so much, and I'm the best retumbler of memes from this thing. You know, like that that's not art. You're 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 taking something someone else made and 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 identifying with it in a in a very active and passionate way. But that's not art. But when you when you sit down and you make a a really amazing. Jean Grey as Phoenix costume. That takes real skill, right? You know, Absolutely. you know, when you buy a nightlight, that's not art, right? Um, but when you curate a collection of original uh, Big Bird drawings, that's a different that's a different form. And I and I and I and I and I feel that I feel your love and I don't want to deny you your joy for Frozen. And I feel you yearning because you're going to you know, even though your your Peter Pan painting was a big bust with regard to your spouse, <laughs> he hates it. <laughs> you know, like your 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 heart is in the right place because you are you you're you're yearning towards seeking out the, an interesting thing that is connected to a thing that is loved in this case by your spouse or by you is is more interesting than going to BB and B and just like buying out half the junk and throwing it into a room, right? So you're clearly, even though you're having a hard time articulating the vision and the very idea of doing something with taste and beauty came as something of a surprise to you when Kristen suggested it, I can tell that you are leaning in that direction and, and you, and you, and you, you deserve the opportunity to explore it in that room and in that room alone. All of the frozen merchandise in your house has to come, come out of the wall plugs and off the walls and in, out of the corners, wherever it is, it's got to go in that room. And you got to look at it, and you got to and you have to curate your collection so that it will be pleasant, even for a not. What you want is for a non-frozen person to walk into that room and go, "Wow, this is kind of beautiful." But you don't you don't want someone to go in and go, "Oh, are you all right?" <laughs> <laughs> It's never going to happen that way. And I and I <laughs> yes, suggest and I suggest you sell that Peter Pan painting for $5,000 <laughs> and use that as your budget to make your dream frozen room and then you put a lock on it and you lock the door and you don't give the key to Sean. And Sean, you just pretend that it doesn't exist, and you go down and you turn your basement into a shrine to Boardwalk Empire in memory of Nelson Van Alden and the Sears and the Sears uh, catalogs. He likes the Sears catalog of Cora. Homes. What's that? He likes Legend of Korra. 
the Nickelodeon. Yeah, no, show. no, I know, I, I know, yeah. I know. I wish I had known that. We would have, we would have drugged Janet Varney in here, but too bad. <laughs> you just got Kristen and Bobby. Kristen and Bobby, thank yes. you so much for your service. Thanks for and for us. and for and and for so swiftly replying to the summons, and not giving us some BS excuse why you couldn't serve, and try to postpone your service. You, <laughs> as, as, as you will find, you will find a letter from Bailiff Jesse uh, 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 that that uh, that absolves you from serving again for eight years in the state of New York. So good job. <laughs> Keep that, and if you get called again, you can show us show us the letter, and you won't have to come in. But I hope you will. I hope you will. And and you know, I uh, I love I love all the music that you guys write whether it's uh, whether it's for frozen or book of mormon or your or your, the the musicals that you are writing and working on on your own um and uh, and i wish you all the success in the world and i can't wait to get back to brooklyn and meet you at little purity and have some bacon and eggs Yay. thank you Thanks. thank you so much and sean i i offer you uh, the only consolation is that you'll never be scared by elsa and Anna in the middle of the night again uh <laughs> and and i give you full and complete reign if you do not want to build a boardwalk empire shrine in your home, I give you full and complete reign uh, to uh, to decorate the home as you like, because I'm giving this guy a whole room for his frozen thing. The rest is up to you. This is the sound of a gavel. Judge John Hodgman is that is all. <laughs> Please rise as Judge John Hodgman exits the courtroom. Sean, how do you feel right now? I get the whole rest of the house. I think I can live with that, <laughs> and I'm going to be a tyrant about it. <laughs> You have any good ideas? Uh, not yet, but oh man, do I have! I'm I'm gonna. <laughs> man, keep it classy. Just Christmas lights throughout. Oh, minimalist. Oh, everything's gonna be black. It's gonna be wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> you already get to one room black. One time, my dad said to me, Jesse, did I ever tell you about the time I spent a whole summer painting my bathroom to look like the inside of a serviceman's coffin? <laughs> I was like, no, you never mentioned that to me, Dad. <laughs> Fun story, though. <laughs> so just like that. Exactly like that. Yeah. that. It'll be just like that. Yep. Jamie, how are you feeling? I feel great. Uh, it's exactly what I hoped for to uh, to be tasteful, mm. and uh, <laughs> and Sean for most of that most of that uh, that judgment. Uh, Sean was thinking that that he was going to win, and we were we were taken aback by by the final words of the judge. Yeah, that's why you can't see what I'm doing. You understand, Sean? <laughs> I see what you're. I see what you're doing, Judge. No, you didn't see it. You didn't see it. I announced from the beginning that Jamie was going to win this thing. He won the Snowpiercer contest fair and square. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah, but because I'm a master storyteller, I misdirected you. I made you. That's the beauty. The the the, the, the greatest the trick in storytelling is you create you create an expectation, and then you make people forget about it until it comes. Oh, misdirection. Thank you very much, guys, for being a part of the show. Sean, Jamie, thanks for joining us on the Judge John Hodgman podcast, and Kristen Anderson Lopez, Bobby Lopez, thanks for being our expert witnesses. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Back for another game. You know it. What's going on? Just one more week till Max Fun Drive. <laughs> Hard to believe. It's been a heck of a year since the last one. We're now a worker-owned co-op. We raised $50,000 for charity last year. And we've added a bunch of awesome new shows. But do you think we're ready to do it again? Absolutely. Lovely new gifts are lined up. 
The episodes will be amazing and wait till everyone hears the bonus content. Yeah, plus they know to go to MaximumFun.org slash newsletter so they're getting all the news. Oh, like that meetup day is on Thursday, March 21st. Then what's bothering you? Me? Oh, nothing. We're all set for Max Fun Drive to start on Monday, March 18th. I just didn't want you to see this coming. Check. What? Hang on! Most of the plants humans eat are technically grass. Most of the asphalt we drive on is almost a liquid. The formula of WD-40 is San Diego's greatest secret. Zippers were invented by a Swedish immigrant love story. On the podcast Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, we explore this type of amazing stuff. Stuff about ordinary topics like cabbage and batteries and socks. Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app. And at MaximumFun.org. Let it snow, let it snow. That's the name of the song, right? J.J. Ho. J.J. Ho. J.J. Ho. J.J. Ho. J.J. Ho. The pie hole never bothered me anyway. <laughs> Thanks to Avidan Ackerson for naming this week's program. Thanks. And, and for having a cool name. Oh, and how. Uh, Avidan, longtime Max Fund supporter. I often enjoy looking at his name when he tweets something to me on Twitter. Thanks, Avidan. <laughs> If you want to name an episode of Judge John Hodgman, it's easy. Just like Judge John Hodgman on Facebook. Uh, Join the Judge John Hodgman Facebook group. Uh, Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Jesse Thorne. I'm at Hodgman, H-O-D-G-M-A-N. There's a lot of great ways to name an episode of Judge John Hodgman. Those are the top few. That's easy. I guess that just just comes under the wire of easy. Yeah. But it's not easy. No, but it's easy. There's There's a lot of words there. It's easy. It's easy. It's easy. Um, hey, guess what? Uh, we're headed to San Francisco for SF Sketch Fest. What, right now? No, 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 no. In a oh. few weeks. Oh, okay. We'll be there February 6th, 7th, and 8th. Yes. Uh, Judge John Hodgman is February 7th. I believe that's sold out. Sold However, out. if you want to come on Thursday night, Judge John Hodgman is going to be with our pals from Rift Tracks. And on Saturday afternoon, I'm going to be doing Jordan Jesse Go uh, with my brother, my brother, and me at Cobb's Comedy Club. There are lots of ways that you can see us and also see great comedy all over the town of San Francisco. And in addition to all of that, no matter where you live, you can support the Kickstarter for MaximumFun.org's first ever video program. Unless you live in Lincoln, Nebraska, for some reason it's a legality. Yeah, no, it's an Amazon payments issue. Yeah, you can't, they they don't accept any payments from anyone in Lincoln. But the Kickstarter, Jesse, what's it for? Okay, so uh, Brian Fernandez, the producer of Jordan Jesse Go, and uh, Lindsay Pavlis, our donor relations coordinator and the producer of Wham Bam Pow, uh, have teamed up for a show called Brian and Lindsay Will Totally Eat That. On each episode of the program, we throw some food at them. Uh, they are then required to eat it and evaluate it. Do you literally throw the food at them? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, we literally throw the food at them. Oh, I've, I've just upped my donation level. <laughs> As executive producer of the program, that was an innovation that I added to the show. Well done. Thank nice you very note. much. Nice note, Jesse. Thank you very much. You can watch the pilot right now on the Kickstarter page and kick in a few bucks so that we can make more. Uh, there's also a challenge grant from our friends at Hover uh, who have offered to match the first $10,000 we raise. So uh, let me get in there. If we make it to ten grand, we will get an extra ten grand from our pals at Hover. So thank you very much to them for that. Anyway, it is, it's literally the first time we've ever tried to make 
video content. I think you'll really like it. I think it's a really great show. I hope people will check it out and kick in a few bucks. I'm I'm really proud of it. If you want to see it happen, you know. I do want to see it happen. So I'm going to I'm going to kick some starts in. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, if you want to talk about this week's program, go to forum.maximumfund.org, the Max Fund Forum, on uh, Reddit, maximumfund.reddit.com, on Twitter with the hashtag JJHo. If you have a case for Judge John Hodgman, go to maximumfund.org slash JJHO. No case too big or too small. Uppercase, lowercase, all cases are allowed. Absolutely. MaximumFun.org slash JJHO. Our show is produced by Julia Smith. Julia Smith. Edited by Mark McConville. Mark McConville. Thanks for listening to the Judge John Hodgman Super Podcast. Court is adjourned. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.